everybody. It's December 7th, episode 89 of the Totally Corrupt Podcast. Got the captain waiting in the wings. Let's give Diggs a call. Here we go. This is the captain speaking. Captain, how we doing, buddy? We're hanging out. We're hanging out with Gonzo. Gonzo doesn't know if he's going to board the plane, but he is in the perimeter. Gonzo's been on the plane before. Yeah, but he thought he might want to just step this one out tonight. It's okay. I'd like to get him back on anytime, but if he could get on before 100, he may lose his opportunity. We're, no, but the nice thing is, me and him, me and him, me and him, we met at a metal park. We hit some balls. We just bullshitted. We hung out. Well, that's Came right. Back you, to the house, drank a couple the, of beers. We went to the driving range today. Yeah, and I told him, I go, hey, me and me and Brett are doing this later on, and he goes, I go, hey, you're always invited, but I don't want to pressure you. And he goes, hey, I might just listen to you guys. So I go, that's cool. Hey, anytime. He's always invited on. Doesn't matter if it's before a hundred. Anytime he can come on. Always, before or after. He's in the fraternity. He's the OG. So what? So what's uh, shaking out at uh, Meadow Park? In balls, in balls. I actually hit some good shots. Did they make and, you wear? Uh, did they make you make you wear a mask outside? <laughs> no, but I walked into the. Uh, I walked into uh, the bar, and uh, the girl looks at me, and I go, "I don't," because I because I know she wasn't there, and I go, "I don't know if I'm still kicked out." And she goes, "Yeah, I heard about that. What happened?" And I go, "I don't know." And she goes, "Well, what's new in your life?" And I go, "Well, my mom just died about that same time." So I just threw it out there. I was like, "Maybe that's what was stressful," you right. know, and right. You know, and I just left it, you know, and I don't like to use that because that's bad. Well, if you listen to some of our podcasts after your mom, you've been drinking a lot. So you probably, probably went Haas one night and don't remember. Things happen. 86 yourself from your fucking home. That's Things a, happen. That's okay. They're going to let us back in, though, because we've done, I don't know, like, what, four or five podcasts from there? When we become rich and famous, they're, they're going to have to let us back into our home. Otherwise, we're just going to have to find a new country club, like maybe Tacoma or Furcrest, to play every day. Or Gold Mountain, really. Gold Mountain's the shit. Yeah. Totally. No, I'm just, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. So, you got Gonzo there. Is uh, you got Dustin with you as well? <laughs> he was over here earlier, and he was like, "No, I'm definitely not doing that right now." 
Really? He he's, had to he had like, to be at work early. He had to be at work at early, 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 like like four thirty in the morning. Dustin's on one of those Meadow Park podcasts for sure. Less after the skins game, he he's talked some shit for a while. Those were some of the funnest ones we've ever done. The Meadow Park ones. The open and live at Meadow Park. I mean, we had people like seven people on once. That was wild. Like me and you walked away. We only have three microphones, so we had seven guests. Remember that? Yeah, we went and had a drink. We and literally came back. walked away and like took a shot and came back, and these guys didn't skip a beat. It's amazing. A lot of people have a lot to talk about. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they have a perspective on... And that's the thing is, is like, are, 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 are politicians listening to the voice of the crowd, the, the crowd that's the crowd that is not starting fires, but the crowd that is going to work and everything. And they're like, this is how you could help me out. Oh, someone's got an opinion back there. We got a new guest. He can call in. He could call you, and you could do a three-way call, or I can call him right now. He can stand out. He could stand outside. Oh yeah, you could do speaker. Oh God, no. Gonzo, get on the fucking podcast for Christ's sake. Uh, I think I'm on it right now. Isn't that the, isn't that the scam? You are on it. <clears throat> everything <laughs> everything you say is going out to the interwebs. Yeah, are you are you sure about that? I mean, do you really are you comfortable with that shit? You know me. Uh, am I comfortable with it? Be- I'm comfortable with it because I know anything that I say is coming from a honest, and I'm just calling it how it is. I'm not calling anybody out. I'm just saying what I'm seeing. So if you I, and if I'm wrong, I'm I'm I can I can admit and apologize if I'm wrong. You know, that's what I love about you, man. You're stunningly full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> when are you going to start doing stand-up? Pardon me? When are you going to start doing some stand-up? You should... Oh, you mean return to stand-up? I, Dude, you are the best at one-liners. You're the best. Now, it's actually where you're at. And uh, you got to piss off the crowd a little bit. And then you get them on your side, but you got it. You got to. It's like, it's like the band aid. Either you work it off slower, you jerk it right off, like picking a scab. Right. I you, like it off right you, off, right off the bat. You got to get. Know, you got to get a bang. You know, it's funny you said that because I'm looking at him right now as he's drinking a fucking uh, Stella. Really baggy beard. He, he's got he's got a nice little goatee. His hair's growing, flowing. He's got a nice hat. He's got a plaid coat with a solid shirt underneath, half zips. I'm a dude. wannabe redneck, dude. He's looking the he's looking the part. He looks like a he looks like he's either gonna shoot a deer or take a shit. Well, that's <laughs> well. I don't want to give specifics, but I know that Gonzo lives where I grew up. So, <laughs> yeah, man, like he fits the part. And so you're probably thinking he's trying to take a shit then. Uh, I don't know. But the shit will be glowing up on exit. He'll be looking good. <laughs> He'll be looking good. So when are you going to make this miraculous return to the stage? Uh, 
it, well, it'll be less than miraculous. And it'll probably it'll probably happen all by chance. That's the best way to approach approach it. Art, just let it happen. You'll be in that situation, and then you perform. It's well received, and then they'll be asking when you're going to be somewhere else again. You build your own market, man. That's what we're doing right now with the podcast. We went from when you were on it last. Yeah. I think people. I think negative two people listen to it. Negative well, negative two people. You want me back on. What are you, an idiot? I know. Well, we'll see. We'll see if we lose any subscribers here. <laughs> nah, it doesn't matter, man. I think it's cool you guys are doing it, man. Yeah. I mean, we've I'm really the, wasn't prepared tonight, but we should we should actually have a uh not even half prepared, but like a quarter prepared night. Oh yeah, and, uh, you put a little and, uh, you put a little thought into these. You you spur some pretty interesting. Now. Let's 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 make the audience happy. Let's give them the reach around. You know, right? Exactly. We, we, exactly. We we reach around the audience every other time. This is the time <laughs> they reach around us. They just have to deal with us having our good. little. We're no, we, we have a. We have a guest that we're just having a guest, and he's showing his personal, professional opinion. This is this this podcast is good enough. That's what I'm saying. I'll, we don't have to. I don't. I don't have to ask Gonzo to just be. Hey, dude, just be yourself. I just know I'm going to get it from Gonzo. It's inevitable. It's like glaciers. It just we'll doesn't move. matter. It just doesn't matter. It's the hat. Exactly. No, his hat totally matches his coat. It's amazing. It's amazing. Is I mean, seriously. <laughs> he looks like Johnny Depp looking at me right now. When's the last time anybody's killed a president? <laughs> you know? And we're like, what? If you're going to shoot the president, don't miss. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, be a pro. Right, be exactly. exactly. It's like make the putt. Make the putt. <laughs> Hit don't, the putt. Don't shoot the president because Kamala's behind him. Keep him going. Try to put him, put him on life support. I want that guy to live all four years. Bucky's on life support now. Well, they just... <laughs> I love the guy, but he's on life support. Keep, keep. I love the guy. He's he's got great compassion. I love him because he's got compassion, man. Sure. He's just trying to wrap it all. He's just trying to keep all us niggers, radical niggers, in line in the corral and keep us happy. Keep Let me credit for that. Well, hey, I kind of miss mean tweets. I don't. Are Mexicans allowed to say the n word like that? Uh, you know it. That's what you call us when we're not looking. <laughs> oh, dun dun dun! That's what I'm saying, dude. There's a market. For, there's a market for you out there. I thought they were called spicks. Easy, Jesus Christ! All right, we're not trying to just like say, "Hey, what is the worst racial slur you can come up with?" Uh, well, hey, we got. He's coming back. He'll forgive me in a little bit. So anyway, anyway, let's let's let let's talk about what what are we talking about today, Giselle? Oh, how about the uh, Jesse Smollett trial? Yeah, fill me in. I've watched zero news today. 
he sat on the trial. He was trying to say, no, 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 no. I wasn't uh, doing anything like that. And they're like, well, you paid them $3,500 and you did a rehearsal video in front of cameras. We have it here. And he's like, uh, well, it was for a TV show. Or whatever he's going to say. I mean, what would you say at that point? Like, seriously, you already paid these guys to assault you. So you could get paid. So you could actually become a public figure. If someone wanted to look this up, like on YouTube, what would you type in? Um, doubt the doubt the doubt to doubt. Doubt it all. Doubt to doubt to doubt to doubt. I'm being I, I'm being serious. I'm like if you wanted to keep up on what you're talking about, what would you Google? Oh, um, pointless bullshit. <laughs> It's about sums it up, right? <laughs> I'm talking Shit. about it. I'm talking about anybody that's following the Jesse Smoulet. I'm or, proving my point. Pointless bullshit. Well, he's on trial, and he wasted a lot of of uh, money for a false accusation that he perpetrated on himself, and he paid two guys in a check. $3,500 to do it. And he goes, rough me up, to, but don't rough me up too, too bad. And then when the cops came to his apartment, he was still wearing, he was wearing the uh, noose around his neck that they left him, that they didn't put in on him. He originally he was talking, he was originally <laughs> talking about putting gasoline on him. And he goes, I know just throw bleach on me. And then uh, the cops show up at his apartment and goes, uh, okay, so you're assaulted. And they're like, yeah, I see, I see you have a noose around your, I see you have a rope around your neck. You can remove that if you want to. And they're like, and he goes on video, he goes, I just wanted to make sure you saw that. Um, right. He's, he's trying to, he's trying to frame it a certain way. Like, look what happened. He's waiting for something for like, a, like, like a picture just worth a thousand words, right? Since he's waiting for them to take evidence, pictures. You know, I, I love professional police. So when they're investigating cases like this, they go, sir, is your sphincter still dilated? Uh, <laughs> exactly. It's like, Jesus. Get Christ. right to the point. Is mm -hmm. it uh, dilation, uh, rectal bleeding? Listen, there's video evidence of this rectal bleeding. This is a, this is. <laughs> We're, we're we're wasting our breath on this. Is there case. a bit of like? Uh, we know it's open and shut. <laughs> a corn niblet. What's the you know, what, what's what's the lesson to be learned from this case, Diggs? Let's get scientific. What's to be learned? You know, you know, you know what I gotta say. Um, America's not that smart. We're, we're, we pay attention to shit like this. Out. we're still trying to figure this thing out but the thing is it's like if you're guilty you're guilty you are guilty i mean if in my opinion jesse smollett should pretty much get three years or or they're going to give him probation because he's a 
he's a royalty because of uh, the uh, acting industry. But the thing is, is that it's like you are living in a city of Chicago where there's rampant crime. And this is not big news. And you're perpetrating, <laughs> you're perpetrating. It's not that important. You're perpetrating a, a, a hoax. And the thing is, is that you diverted more than $150,000 worth of police time in order to pursue your hoax when you are living in one of the roughest cities where people that aren't as fortunate as you really deserve those cops paying attention, those detectives trying to figure out the murders in their areas, their cities, rather than your hoax. And that's all I really got to say about that, because if you really perpetrated something, and I think uh, Gonzo wants to say something here, too. But I'm just saying... Are you serious? It, it was a hoax. Okay. Hey, um, I think everything Danny just said here is perfectly accurate. But I want to let everybody know who's listening. Who's really happy in this? Uh, one, all the attorneys involved, all the media, we're talking about it. They're making money. Uh, we might be, probably not. Never forget that aspect of this equation. No, that's a good point. You know, can yeah, I yeah. can I tell you another totally corrupt story that right, right now? But the number one is every attorney involved with this, no matter what radically lying position they have to stand up for, they're getting paid handsomely. Fuck yeah, they are. That's right. You know who's not being paid handsomely? Me. Are the people that <laughs> actually have true crimes that are in Chicago that didn't have this help when everybody yeah. was pursuing. Jesse Smollett's case. Little faggot. I <laughs> wow, I love it. The Mexican said it, it wasn't me, little but he's wearing a nice hat. Faggot. God damn, get some talent. Can you can you identify yourself as a minority, Gonzo, just so that we can get away with, with what you're saying? Oh yeah, but when I click on the box, because I'm such a Heinz 57, I have no white in me. I just click other because I don't even fucking know anymore. I mean, I got big lips, good sense of time. I love watermelon, fried chicken, you know. But I don't look black. No, you're like Hispanic, Hispanic and Middle Eastern. The weird Eastern. thing is he's drinking Stella right now. That's a weird thing. Jew. And he's, and the hardworking Mexican Jew. With your cigarettes, let's get outside. God, he smells like an ashtray. So here's a story for you, and I'm curious. Just like Mexican smelling like an ashtray. If you smell the Mexican ashtray, this is what we smell. No, like. he smokes cigarettes because he's a <laughs> he's an ex marine. That's just a habit you can't shake. So check this out, Alec Baldwin, right? Yeah. You know that story. This guy is claiming what? that he's claiming that he didn't even squeeze the tr the trigger and just recently deleted his entire Twitter profile because people were lighting him up after that interview. That was well, one, you know that what? was one of two Twitter profiles. Well, actually, what he said is absolutely possible. You do not have to pull the trigger. 
But if you pull a hammer back and it doesn't catch and it slips forward, it can engage the firing mechanism on the primer on the shell. Oh, so fuck. Is that, I didn't know it was a revolver like that. Control yeah, it was a revolver, man. It's like, yeah, it, it, what I'm saying is, look, I don't think there was any uh, ill intent. But the main thing is, it, it is plausible what he said. He basically clicked the hammer back and it fired the gun. No, he even uh, said that. There, and, the, and there was a live round in it. Yeah, that's that's the real question. Where did that come from? How did this mis- And I really do believe, because I've worked on sets and stuff, and nobody wants to die on the set. We're just trying to, you know, get paid well for a gig. Well, that and, happened to uh, Brandon Lee, Bruce, Bruce Lee's son. And it, that wasn't even around. That was rapid just, fire. That was just the that was just the wad in front of the powder, and the wad hit him, not the actual live round. That's enough. It's enough to fucking kill you. Yeah, that, that's why. That's why. Um, you know, as an as a, uh, well, you know, you're never quit being a marine. But I don't know what they say, retired marine. Um, I'm. I don't feel any reason, and I don't want to take anybody's right away, but for me, because I see what guns do, I have no uh, desire to have a gun. None whatsoever. Because it's like, uh, you know, really nothing good really comes out of it. You usually shoot yourself cleaning it, or you shoot your wife or your kid, you know, because you live in fear and you happen to have a gun. Okay. Gonzo, do you have a wife or a kid? No, I killed him. (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, allegedly 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 i slapped that joke didn't i uh no that joke was perfect but the thing is it's like i gotta have a gun because i don't know if somebody if somebody breaks in my house by the time i call the cops and by the time they get here there's like five to 15 minutes i gotta be able to protect myself and i will always talk about that listen i've kicked danny's ass that he knows that someone his own size can kick his ass imagine if it was like you know someone 250 pounds with a fucking ski mask on he would treat danny like a prison bitch like if he had didn't have a gun he'd have no way to defend himself yeah, it's up. No, it's and, up and, to Danny how he uses his gun based on how he uses his brain. <laughs> sorry, I kind of talked over you guys. <laughs> no, sorry, you didn't. no, you didn't. No, we talked over you. Yeah, that was me. Now, listen, My... I think your best weapon is your brain because you got to make a choice to be who you hang around with. Dude, you know, whether whether you pull the trigger or not. I'm 61 years old. My brain is my only weapon ever left. Yeah. Yeah, really. And I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I never thought I would need a, a reason to have a gun. And I do feel like I have a reason to have a gun now. And the thing is, my main concern is making sure that that thing is secure because I'm responsible for it. But it's like, it, it amazes me how many people out there that are criminals that have these guns that are not licensed, they're not uh, um, protected, they're not uh, strapped up, they're strapped on their hip. And these are some of the people that I got to worry about breaking in my house. You know, if they break in my work, yeah. I don't 
care. I don't care. You break in my work. Hey, my Danny, boss, my I can boss break already, in your house. You can shoot me. My my boss already told me. <laughs> my boss already told me if somebody breaks in the in 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 the uh, shop, just give them whatever. Yeah, let them have it. Just let them have it. Let them have it. That's what insurance insurance is for. Yeah, it's not out. worth but your the, life. A golf no, club no, that's going to be twenty five dollars in four years. But the but the thing is, when you're at your house, Fuck, I'll give you a hundred. Get out. When you're at your house, <laughs> when I'm at my house, and I want to feel safe, my cat and my phone next to me gives me a little bit of sense of security. But you know, it really gives me a sense of security if it if if I reach out a little bit further, ask my phone, and I feel, I'm like, oh, there's Walter. I got Walter here with me. Yeah, you got your cat. Your cat's like your little burglar alarm. Listen, I got a little dog, and I, I didn't think I'd she'd be that useful, but she can hear shit that I can't and freaks out like a, like a, like a bell every time. She hears the post uh, mailman deliver the mail here. And, you know, I, if I didn't have that, she just enhances my senses, right? And then, you know, if someone comes in my house, that's a different story. Outside of my house, I don't care if you're armed or not. I can handle myself with my brain and my hands, okay? Like, I've always been able to be okay. How many, how many times have you gotten so close? I mean, Danny has talked so much shit to somebody that he... A 250-pound black guy at the golf course one time blacked out. You know, like, that guy could have leveled you, but he he had composure and decided to let you live and just says, ah, silly, silly digs. <laughs> Not today. I don't know who that was, but I'd like to have hear his side of the his side of the story on that because you guys are friends now. He knows yeah, who you are. He's, he's a great guy. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a good buddy of mine. He, yeah, we, we were looked, in the skins he, game. He and looked at me. He looked at me one time, and he goes, "Because I came back to the bar to apologize to somebody, I didn't know who it was, and I was having a cigarette outside, and some guy came outside, and he goes, hey, 'Hey, how's your night going?'" And I go, "Fuck, it was kind of weird. Like last night, I guess I talked shit, and I got to apologize to somebody." And he goes, "He just blew out a cigarette, and he's like, <sighs> he's like, yeah, that was me, parts.'" I go. I picked a fight with you because this guy had muscles on him, like amazing. Muscles. I just met this guy this summer. He's like six five. No, and he was like, he was like, he was like, you know what, you know what? Diggler's like if five came, seven. He, he goes, if it came down to it, I would have taken you outside. We would have thrown. I'd let you throw in a punch first, and then I'd hit you, and then I'd pick you up and I'd buy you a beer. That's what I would have done. And I go, and he's a black guy. Can but, I interject? Why I love Tamar? Oh, it, can it, I interject? Please. This is why. This is why I love Tamar. Man. Did he buy you a beer too? No, no, no. Oh. It's like the, the second time I ever played the skins game with a guy, right? And you know, he knows who he is. You know, and all this stuff. And we're we're hitting shots, and he just totally yanks a shot on like a hundred and sixty yard shot. Totally jacks it. People started giving him shit. And he goes. Hey, what about Black Lives Matter? And I said, hey, all Black Lives Matter, just not yours right now. Oh, I'm trying to get your money, bitch. <laughs> and he loved it. Uh, he loved it. That's, he loved it. That's competition. We all, needed, 
There's we 30 of us out there competing. With our egos. Man. Yes. Yeah. There's, you know, lighten up, Francis. There's you know, 30 of us. Our little yeah. competition we have. What do we get? Right. 30 to 40 people competing like dogs. For, oh, yeah. I mean, it's a total pig fuck. It's a wonderful pig fuck. It's what it is. I, I, I honestly think our, I honestly think our skin schemes a comedy central special. Yes. We need a, I, a, a reality really TV do. show I, I about the skin game. I think game. it's funny from the beginning to the end. We insult each other. We, you know, we hit each other in the head with an incoming ball. Oh, whatever. God. It's like Sorry Caddyshack. Caddyshack you know. on steroids. Yeah, that's not good. You weren't such a fag. <laughs> Jeez. Get out of the way. I was trying to ricochet it. Trying to but put, anyway, trying to put but, for birdie here. You're trying to chip in no, from 50 yards. I think if we actually like put that on the show, that would be hilarious. Oh, I, you know what I have? I, I haven't told you this, but I, I bought um, two like police grade body cams for the show. So that, remember we were talking about doing the man on the street thing. Yeah. Where body camera, you actually said this on episode 34, the lost episode. Yep. I had to remind myself because you were talking to Ellen saying, hey, uh, you, <laughs> we'll send you around with a body cam. And I'm like, you know, what? that's a good idea. Let's fucking do that. Let's send Gonzo. Gonzo, you want to wear a body cam? At the Skins game? Oh, Gonzo's behind me. Oh. Well, I think we. Uh, I got. So you want to wear a body cam on the skins game? <laughs> I'm telling could, you, I got two. I got. You, I got two of them. So you, belly? I got two of them. You could put. Uh, you could put it right on your golf bag. You know what I mean? Set it up. Anyway, I got two of them. Two angles, baby. Like I was using it just for. Fuck it! I was like, these things are awesome. You know, like you honestly, I, you got sphincter cam. Listen, if shit hits the fan, here's what I got. Here's my setup, okay? If shit hits the, sand, the, the fan in my house, like, or outside of my house where I feel threatened, like, I've got, like, attack vest with everything ready to go in it, okay? Like, I'm ready to fight. It doesn't come out unless it needs to, okay? Yeah, but, exactly. So, you know, it, it rests here. Um, but what was my bigger point? I don't know. I was just going on about Oh, no, you're going with your heart, man. Go with that. You were good. You were good. Go with that. Don't don't stop. I'm not. I'm just saying. No, no, no. I, no, you were good with that. You were just, don't wonder where you're going. That was good. I'm well, right with you. Anyways, whatever I was trying to say, and the, however it related to the skins game, <laughs> and the, oh, the body camera. Here's what I was trying to say. If, <laughs> if, shit's, if shit goes down, like, I'm going to wear a body camera like, because if I have to take care of business, you know, there needs to be evidence. That's the only thing that cleared Kyle Rittenhouse was there was a lot of video evidence. Yeah, yeah. But won't the body camera get in your way? No, it clips right on the tack vest. You sure? It's like a police one, dude. It clips on. You can get in a fight and it wouldn't come off. Really? It, it's good. In under, you could go swimming deep underwater with it. It's waterproof. It right. Are you really worried about that in a skins game? No, I wanted the body cameras. <laughs> yeah, you're worried about guns tackling you. No, I just thought it would be kind of cool. Like, I mean, if you're even if you went on a trip, Look, we're like... just gonna pants you during a pod. It's nothing really brutal. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of like horseplay. It's great horseplay. Well, if you're playing with Gonzo, he's gonna play grab ass games with you. But um, just oh, to, yeah. just don't look him in the eye 
and uh, no, 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 and just think Not about and, and think of... about taking his money. That's what I do. Actually, my favorite thing is the guy's got a birdie putt. Like really encourage him and everything, and be quiet. Sure. And then when you take the butter back, fart. It's the genius move. <sighs> wow, fuck. <laughs> Glad I, glad I haven't been victim of any of those. That one. lightens up the day regardless. <laughs> Did you win any money this year? Fuck yeah. Did you? Yeah. Were you in on the, I think, remember the big, chipped, remember the big pot. chipped in one. I, hey man, I have, you know, every good dog has a day. I had two days out there where I took the whole pot just by doing some chipping. Fucking A. Who says I can't make that shot? I hate that shit. You know the best thing about that pot. I love doing that, chipping in from off the green. Ruins someone's day. When Gonzo wins the pot, half of it goes right back to the It goes right back in your pocket, my friends. Right. We're we're buying everybody beers. Hey, guess what? Don't worry about paying your tab. Show me your best. Yeah. My challenge to you. It just didn't work out on the course, so let's do it in the bar. Hey, and what a better place to do it. I mean, it's steak Monday nights is steak steak night for like eight bucks. It's like, is everybody want a steak dinner? It's on Gonzo. Yeah. yeah it's, it's <laughs> I just okay. won six hundred bucks. I got everybody. Who wants a steak dinner? I got I got everybody and I'll do the price down. You know, so don't worry about it. I'm good Shout out to Chef Cal, by the way. <laughs> Shout out to Chef Cal. We got a um you know, he was on the podcast too. He makes a mean steak. <laughs> Like that place is a, a a gem of a bar in Tacoma. When they let me in, yeah, be careful. Um, they they but, kicked me out for a while. We're, we're protesting Diggs's eighty six. Maybe they gave you like a time limit, protesting and they told you, and, I, maybe, and you just don't know what yeah, it is. Maybe right, it was like please. thirty days, eighty six. Maybe it's ninety days. Maybe it's a year. Is it indefinitely? Well, Are you? No, they don't. They don't say anything. It's just it's just passive aggressive. It's like, look, uh, I spend my money in your bar. It's not the opposite. So you really don't have this power over people. Well, Dig yeah. Diggs and you bring out 40 people every Monday to play, right. play golf and drink. That's, that's right. That's right. I mean, in so turn, big, the golf course big, helps big, you out. I pay big, like $5 big, 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 for big, big, green fees. Why don't you take a break? Right. That's what they said. Yeah. Probably. I, yeah. I know some of the people, some of the older, no, I, older heads. Local yokel. I, I understand. I understand if I was obtrusive or obnoxious. I understand that. But it's like but you've, you been are, a, you've been obtrusive and obnoxious on this podcast. Well, I'm just saying, if you're going to cut me off, let me know. Don't tell me, oh, I got your beer coming. Your beer's coming. Your, your white claws coming. Your white claws coming. And they're like, oh, you're cut off. It's like, well, you told me for a half an hour it was coming. Like, if you, oh, th- we were just trying to get you to like uh, relax. Do you think that maybe if you were honest, and do you then think I that maybe like, you don't remember the facts as accurately? We've all been guilty of that. I've said that many times before. I figured I was too drunk to fuck, but I'm coming. I really am. I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> Be honest about that too, you know? Right. So, I mean, listen, sometimes we just don't remember the facts because, you know, we had too good of a time. No, everybody just starts getting, taking themselves too seriously. Yeah, Diggs, you're, 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 not, you're not kicked out of Metal Park yeah. for the rest of your life. There's yeah, no we're way. Not split, you're, you're, we're not splitting the atom here. This is a little about humanity. 
you know. They, You're they just, second generation vested in that place. Your dad, you, fucking, you know what I'm saying? Hey, when it comes when it comes to people having control because they have none, the wild they cat, stop at nothing, man. The wild cat that used to live there. We were the first ones that tamed it. Do you know I'm fourth generation of Meadow Park? My great grandfather played there. Uh, my Don't grandfather, my I'm a rookie at Meadow Park. Uncle, I, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't played it in years. I'd love to play the full eighteen. Yeah. I always play. I'm hanging there. I want to be known as the wacky neighbor when I walk into Meadow Park. You are, yeah, my, you are. But I do want, I do not want to be known as a regular. Most most people when they see you, on I know the what park, you mean. The difference they go all the way to the far left. Yeah, even though you're on the far left and they're on the far right. I'm I'm kind of the wacky neighbor. I come all the way from you know the north from another country practically, and uh, just to come down and play in that thing is unique. It's the only game in town like that, at least with a bunch of cool people that I actually want to talk shit to and take their money from. You know, <laughs> we're, we're, we treat ourselves like kings out there. And if you're in the Tacoma area, I invite you to come so we can take your money hey, too. Hey. For for an hour and forty five minutes, you are a king. No, all it of us depends on depends on how much money Gonzo wins. You might get a steak dinner for free at the end of it. Well, you never know till the last hole. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's, That's uh, called competition. You know, called competition. You know, th- th- we had like um, what twelve hundred or thirteen hundred dollars as a pot was. I mean. You might have had bigger pots, but that was probably the biggest one of the summer, right? The one that I took a video of where you're counting the money. The year before, we had 16. Fuck. That is big-time money for a little Williams 9, short 9, par 3 fucking birdie birdie competition, basically. Because the game is is just so much fun. We had one carryover where the carryover paid the guy $940 for one skin. Jesus. Like, I mean, love that shit. The beautiful part, you know, like we've had Hobbs Verlo on here, you know, Sean, like he's he won a, a slice of that twelve hundred dollars. Couldn't have been happier for him. Yeah. We root for each other out there because it's like a grind. Right. And when people get success, see some success, you know, like I've taken people's what's the uh, Navy captain guy? What's his name? I stole a fucking skin. Lieutenant Dan. I stole Lieutenant Dan's 20 or his skin that was worth. But and the same thing is like, I mean, I helped I helped the other 30 people because we pushed the skin, you know, so I just you just go suffer, bitch. Yeah, (laughs) I, I just I just put it in from fucking, you know, 40 feet. And like, you know, he's got like a little simple five footer thinking he's gonna win some money when he walks up there because he's the closest right but then you get you get like all these laser players like us like i mean everybody there is probably better than a 15 handicap it it's funny when we have 40 players 38 players whatever team off the same tee box and then somebody chips it in on hole two and then (laughs) everybody's rooting for the guy to push it because nobody else made it you know what i mean Oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, everybody hits it on and two. Two is really easy. Then the, then the next hole, it's that like guy dart, dartboard. And then the next guy, next time that guy hits it to like two a foot and a half, 
and everybody else misses it, and they're like, yeah. miss it, miss it, miss it, miss it. Yeah, darn it. That's the sport of the game, man. Come it's on. totally, it's, it, it, hey, we're, we are in the game, and we're betting at the same time. It how much better? It doesn't matter. It, it how, doesn't no, matter. it doesn't get any. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter, but it doesn't get any better. It doesn't get any better. When you are not just a part of the betting game, but you are the betting game. That's when it's amazing. And that's what golf does that no other sport can do. That's what golf is, baby. That's what golf is. No, golf, golf. (laughs) Hey, we're playing a front back overall 25. Uh, you know, KPs, five dollar KPs, and uh, no, and that's what I used to walk into every month, uh, every uh, Tuesday's uh, game 20 dollar buy in front back of all day, and then you had extra five dollar bets on KPs on the par threes. It it's, was amazing, it's an incredible. It's we've had incredible experiences out there. I um, remember one time I won the whole. Hun- to be had, I remember. I remember one time till I, I can't move. Time. I'm gonna play in that I game. I remember. I remember I won three hundred forty dollars, and uh, the whole time, uh, 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 what's his name? Um, God damn, Robidick. His dad Ronnie thought he won it. And Pruitt goes, Pruitt was laughing because he knew I won it. And he's like, no, uh, you didn't win the front. And he goes, oh, I had to at least win the back. And he goes, nah, you didn't win the back. And he goes, what? <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie shot at like a 67, 68. I was a plus 10. I shot a 72. That's incredible. And uh, I, yeah. I, I shot par or I shot a 74, 74. I shot a 74. So I was still like 64. He was 68. And uh, he goes, oh, I won the front, right? No, no. Ronnie, you didn't win the front. He goes, he, I won the back right now. And this is back when there was no drinking limits. I won all the money and I won like $360, like $80, whatever. And uh, by the time I walked out of there, I walked out of there with like forty bucks. That's because everybody sat around and just drank. <laughs> I love gambling on the golf course. It creates oh. such camaraderie amongst friends because at the end, everybody's just buying each other beer at the end anyway. So right? it's it's just fun, and uh, I, you know you got to be social. And I've got a grandmother who's really old she's 97 years old but she said the secret to life is to have something to do every day uh be yeah. social uh so like she's catholic so she goes goes to church on sunday catholic sisters on saturday plays bunco uh mexican train all these fucking card games and shit like with their friends and has a nail day my my cousin picks her up and takes her to the gets her hair did and her nails did and like feels special about herself you know and this woman is almost 100 years old and she goes stay busy and believe in god you know have faith you know she's really hardcore catholic but 
you got to keep moving. You can't stop moving. You got to keep exploring and learning and otherwise you fucking die. And your nails always look good. Make your nails look good. Trim those motherfuckers. Always make your nails look good. Whatever makes you happy, make that your focus. <laughs> right. Do your nails look good, Diggs? My white claw does. Yeah, <laughs> that's a negative. See, you got to take care of yourself, brah. <laughs> brah. You're fucking picking your, you're picking, you're picking your fucking nose and your asshole, okay. and then you're like. Setting. What? You pick your nose and your asshole, and then you put your fingers in your mouth, probably. What's going on over there? You got to trim those fuck, trim those fuckers back, wash them. Are we going blue now? You won't get COVID. <laughs> Anyway, that's true though. Like, I mean, the reason you listen, this is what I know. I learned this from martial arts. If you trim your fucking nails, the less likely you are to scratch your training partner. And if you do scratch them, you're going to possibly give them a staph infection because that's where fucking the bacteria or staph lives is underneath your fingernails. Yeah, but if you're in true warfare, isn't that fair game? Oh, fucking A. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> But I'm not, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to scratch you to death like a cat. Yeah, you know about. You know why they use punji sticks? Because they pee and shit on the tips. Oh, that's called it. That's true attrition, baby. <laughs> Listen, I think you should have the right to defend yourself, and I think you should also have the right to arm yourself with knowledge. Like you should know laws. Like the reason people are up, you know. Causing hell about Rittenhouse is that he fucking no one knows gun laws. Like he had a legal rifle, a th over thirty inches, like a shotgun. Unfortunately, you know uh, he, he never had to use it. it. He never carried it over the state line either because it was provided to him, and he was legally owned. Uh, he was legal to carry it. I mean, our justice system has spoken, and that's the most recent example of well, a massive hey, hey, self-defense situation. No, but the other thing with hey, the Aubrey... Can you give yeah, a statement on it shortly? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, here's my statement on it. And, you know, it pisses you off, what it's worth, whatever. I don't, as a leftist, educated, uh, pacifist, ex-Marine, he broke no laws. He was innocent. By the law. Period. You know, really. That's why we have courts. They heard the thing, and by law, Kyle Rittenhouse was innocent. Period. There's no debate. He had to stay in court. That's that's what that's how the system is supposed to work. Now, however, people shouldn't go out arming themselves looking for trouble. Right. Especially when they're not even 18. Sure. The, right. uh, the Aubrey case is a good example of that. The Aubrey case of that kid that was looking through a construction site. And those three white guys went up there. And that was bad, too. Justice so system like, worked for it, that it, one, it, too. I, there, too, now, didn't it? I think it works <laughs> a lot of places. I, I think you need to stop. Tying the police officers in a certain aspect where when they're checking somebody in for a crime, they're let out can, can before I, the ink dries on their paperwork. 
Sure. I mean, sure. You know, it's if somebody commits a crime, you somebody, know, we're all saying this unless we're arrested for a crime, and then we want to be last as soon as possible, just because we're us. You know, when's the <laughs> last time you got? Arrested? I've been arrested for crimes. See, there you go. And I have too. And I actually, I actually totally corrupt. I actually, when the cop pulled me over, he goes, "Why do you think I pulled you over?" And I go, "I think because I have a warrant for my arrest." Because, no, no, no. He's like, I give up. Just take me in. No, I I said, I said, you obviously put my license plate into your system. It's registered to me. And I know I have a warrant for my arrest. So, and he goes, I appreciate that. You're correct. And he goes, oh, wow. What else? And at that time the cop didn't have anything to really take me in on. And he goes, he goes, you have an outstanding warrant for a DUI. If you do not get it taken care of, I will pursue these charges. And he gave me a chance. He just said, Hey, get out of here. And I, I asked him, I go, I need my putter and my, uh, 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 speaker from, my trunk because I had the skins game the next day because this was on a Sunday <laughs> and he let me get it out and I'm walking down. My parents picked me up and uh, I did everything he told me, you know, and you know, he gave me a break. He gave me a break. He goes, obviously you're not a criminal, but you got, you got stupid shit hanging over your fucking head. <laughs> like get it. And he goes, if you don't get it taken care of, I will, I will make your life miserable. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that scared me enough. It was like, get out of jail free card. Well, <laughs> he could have took me to jail. He could have took me to jail and maybe, oh, that smells good. Uh, <laughs> Gonza just put fart? a whole bunch of pot. No, he put a whole bunch of pot in my uh, oh. face. <laughs> yeah, I oh, smelled yeah, it. the sticky icky. But 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 what I'm saying is, hey, the cop let me have a little freebie, and I think he probably checked up on me. I really do. I think he checked up on me. Like, okay, this guy's got a lawyer. He's in the system, and he's trying to get it taken care of. You were honest with him. That's why he was showed a little mercy. He could have under no threat. He could he could have oh, fucked you. <laughs> He was Dude, under no threat. He pulled me over. I remember it totally. He pulled me over. What do we got? We're at 15 minutes on the podcast. He pulled me over. This is gonna <laughs> this is gonna take like a minute and a half. He pulled me over and he goes, uh, anything I should know? And I go, Yeah, I probably got a uh, a warrant out for my arrest. And he goes, You got any uh drugs or alcohol or firearms on you? And I go, No, but I could use some alcohol like and i was thinking that i was you know i didn't say it but he just kind of let me do my deal and he was just like you know since you were so honest with me i'm gonna let you go but don't let you think this is a free pass this is like you get your shit together right or i'm gonna knock on your door tomorrow (laughs) you know i threaten you like that well because i remember the first time i got pulled over for my dui Mm mm-hmm I, I got a ride home and cop called my parents or whatever and got a ride home and I had a doggy bag and I woke up the next day and I was like, that was weird. That was, 
almost seemed like that was real. And then I looked and I was like, oh, you know, when you open up a doggy bag and you're like, I didn't want to see that. And you like close it and like you like don't look at it for like two months. Then it turns to three months and four months and five months and it just still smells. Jesus. But no, that's what I did with my uh, warrant, my uh, my uh, police thing. So the dead body stunk in your closet, stunk too bad, and you had to do something about it. It wasn't a dead body. It was more like a, it was like a, I, I just, I, I, I don't know. How I long just, did you let that go before they seven actually? Years, seven years. And then they issued a warrant for your arrest. So like, there's been, no. t- there's been times here. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a story. I want to end with this story and then we'll say how much we appreciate cops because this was a cool thing. Do you remember? I think it was your 40th birthday, maybe. And we took you, uh, we ordered an Uber because that was a new thing. And a guy picked us up in an S4, an Audi S4, like a new one. And we're like, wow, Jesus Christ. Oh, and we got on the speed over to, to uh, the Swiss. Uh, no, to the, the, the cowboy bar. Anyway, yeah, he sped. He sped, and the cop that pulled us over was gonna work ba- at the on. cowboy let, let, that let, night. Let, before you spoil the story, let me just back up a second. So we, it's Diggs's birthday. We get the, the things. We know we're going hard. We're gonna drink and whatever. Guy picks us up in a car that's fast as fuck. There's a stretch where you get on I five between Thirty Eighth Street and the Tacoma Dome if you're heading northbound on I five. And it's a perfect opportunity to take a car like an S4 as fast as you fucking possibly can. This guy's like ex-military. And he's like, I'm like, how fast does this fucking thing go? And he's like, I've had it up to 120. And I'm like, no shit. And then he's like, <clears throat> I said, well, this would be a good opportunity to fucking open it up right here. And he just fucking just throws in the gear. We are like thrown back in the seat. We're going about 140. And fucking he slows down, you know, because like eventually you hit these curves around to go to downtown by the Tacoma Dome and you got to go like 20 miles an hour. So we're like breaking super hard. Next thing you know, whoop, whoop. And (laughs) this cop comes out of fucking nowhere, pulls our Uber over. And he the guy is like very respectful. Again, ex or current in the current army, current army. Right. You know, you and doing? he's he's what totally you know, boys doing? dead sober, and he's like answering was like, "I just got this car. I wanted to open up and see what it could do." And the cop just got, act, cop looks at actually, him. You actually told the cop if any fines should be applied, they should be applied to you. I you did, I did them. because I was I was I was egging him on. I was sitting in the passenger yeah. seat, and fucking, uh, I said, "I'm so sorry." I told him to just like, I said, if, "Let's see what it can do." And he did, and, and then the guy, the cop looks at him and he goes. So you're ex-military? And the guy's like, yes, sir. And he goes, okay, I want you to understand this. You have these three guys' lives in your hands, and you're driving 140, risking their lives. Thank you. And I was was like, wow. what? And then he goes, here's also what I'm going to do. I don't write up military. Where are you going? Or he goes, he didn't say, where are you going? He goes, have a nice night. 
And he, we all just like laughed like little teenage girls. He, he, he can't believe we fucking got away with that. Thanks. It was, what a story, right? So the cop follows us like on our ass the whole way and, and like turn for turn. And we're like, what the fuck is going on here? And um, we're like, Did, he's like making sure we get to wherever we're going. I mean, this is more bullshitting. So check this out. He wasn't doing. He was. He wasn't doing that at all. He was the hired cop to stand outside the bar that Friday night, outside of the fucking Calgar or what the fuck is that? Steel Creek. Yeah. <laughs> and the best part was, so we see him and we're like, "What the fuck?" He's like, "Hey, man!" And we were just we all laughed together with the cop. We're like, he "This is funny." He checks our ID as we walk in. No, 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 no. He was standing across the street to make sure nothing crazy happened. But anyway, like, here's to add to this story that makes it even wilder. And this is why I appreciate cops. Okay, my cauliflower ears get me in trouble. And when you've got a bunch of alcohol-fueled cowboys and some pretty ladies and single guys running around, if you just look the wrong way or say someone was pretty, I said, I told a girl she had a nice dress with a, and smiled and like... Her fucking boyfriend came over. I mean, how innocent is that? Beautiful dress. And this fucking cowboy comes over and he's like, what the fuck? And the next thing, his two friends are like standing up. And I said, back the fuck. I'm like, the only problem was is when you said it, drool hung out of the side of your mouth. That's what. No, 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 no. Here's the best part. So, (laughs) so I was like, fuck this. I just so security even comes over and the security's like looking at me like I'm starting some shit. And I'm like, all right, fuck this. I said, I'm out of here. I said, I'm just gonna walk out right now. I said, I don't even want to deal with this. And I'm calling Diggs. I'm like, Diggs, I'm out fucking side. I'm standing across the street with the cop that pulled us over. And I said, dude. I said, I'm standing next to you just to make sure nothing happens. And he's like, what happened? I said, I told a girl she had a pretty dress and fucking three cowboys came out of the woodwork looking like they wanted to start some shit. Security comes over and they asked me to leave. I said, I, before they could even ask me, I told them I was leaving. I said, well, excuse me. And then I'm like, whoever was with us, it was me, Diggs, and possibly James, in the car, I can't remember who the third one was, but like we're trying to rally the troops, get the fuck out. I was like, I'm not going to be treated like that here. There's plenty of other places we can go. So we actually had a better time, probably oh, like at O'Malley's. What? You're right. Yeah, I was like, and I'm like, I'm standing next to the cop, and those guys came literally out of the bar to the edge of the other side of the street, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, what are you going to do? I said, I'm standing, I'm, I said, I'm standing, the security guy came over and said some shit to me. I said, I'm standing on the other side of the street. He was accusing me of provoking people. And so I said, how bad you clean this clock and get to the point. How what? bad you cook this ass? Well, I, nothing happened. I'm just saying, I'm just standing next to the cop. I'm like, try something, motherfucker. I mean, like, we're right here. I'm like, so I'm thankful for the cops and that we got pulled over and he had that little speech about our lives and showed some mercy to the military guy but like if he wasn't there man like i might have had a different attitude you know what i mean i might have had to whoop someone's ass like and it wouldn't have been good because i would have got jumped no hindsight thing was like everybody else was jacking you for their entertainment and you didn't bite stand tall exactly really what it is right and i'm out i'm out i'm out for Diggs's birthday and like not trying to ruin that shits and like you know, unless I asked well, Diggs but- to punch me in the face, like, 
you know what? <laughs> has happened you, before. You, you did. You did tell me to do that. That's what makes you a great American, man. Listen, I think every you got to listen to <laughs> you got to listen to everybody, even the people that want to punch you in the face. You got to let them do it. I knew he. I knew he wanted to punch me in the face because. I've always. I broke to. his glasses last time. <laughs> anyway, listen. I appreciate cops. I know Diggs appreciates cops. I know Gonzo appreciates cops. Fuck defunding I them. Sure do. They're yeah. carrying guns and I'm not. Yeah, they're there. We're not. So God bless it's you. Basically, if I'm not carrying a gun, I'm kind of innocent by rule, unless you plant one on me. Yeah, well, <laughs> hey, you don't live Sorry. in you don't live in you don't live in L.A. anymore. How was I a threat to you? Yeah, you don't live in I'm L.A. anymore. Packing. Didn't you live in L.A. like in the late eighties, early nineties? Pardon me. D- didn't you live in Los Angeles in the late eighties, early nineties? Oh, dude, yeah. Um, like riot, early, riot time and black versus white, 80s, big time AIDS. Great shot breakdown, shot riot. Uh, saw the people that were rioting get get pushed out because what one thing one thing is really good about the riots when it, when you have a scorched earth the people that have the cash can build it up and own it after that and then you're setting up the second wave I mean uh, I still- so you're talking about like Bill Gates no yeah. Well, because they, they he bought up a lot all of farmland. These, these and I'm not even faulting them. This is just business. They finance it, but however, people get drummed out. It's happening right here in Pierce County, right now. The same thing that happened there is happening here right now, Pierce County. And I, I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying it seems to be the process as something area comes up in the neighborhood as far as real estate or anything else. There were people here that existed for years. Working some job, they didn't have to like even graduate from high school, but they were good at it and they worked there and they could make enough to either pay their rent or get a property. And right now, that is gone here in Pierce County. It's gone. I know. It's uh, well, that, it's so at, it's so ass backwards. I mean, now, however, that's the way it is. But however, we still have a lot of people who live here that have the memory and even family connections that that is the American dream, which you have to be asleep to believe it. Come on, George. <laughs> Listen, I don't know. And, and just and the whole thing, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that the criminal thing is like that. This is why you have some of the discontent that you have because you have people, they're not bad people, but God, they just felt they got left behind and they want to find somebody to blame it on. Right. Something or somebody. I say this all the time. Desperate people do desperate things. That's right. Doesn't doesn't everybody want have something to blame it on when you actually realize when you actually control most of your life? You drop the ball. No, then you actually realize, (laughs) hey, I have it me to blame on. I have it me. It's on me. Yeah, it's on me. It's not on anybody else. Right, so someone's got to fight back, and it might as well be us, and that's why we do this podcast. Well, We've been right but, but, about so many things uh, just fight, by just by back by destruction. For example, uh, like myself, and I hope nobody knows who I am. Um, I'm actually a landlord, and I rent my property under market value you because I want good tenants who value the market. 
Does that make sense? Wise. Long term. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people would call you an evil white man and not be like, oh, wait, you actually well, that have would a be true if I wasn't that beater. What he tells you is he charges his dad rent. <laughs> yeah. How is my, your... my rental agreement? My rental agreement is a paragraph long. It's that simple. It is that simple. Don't it is don't fuck it up. Really fucking simple. <laughs> Pay me on the first. Don't fuck it up. Yeah. No, no. It's, it, but there's like treat it like, like it's like, yours. The subtitles on a contract like that. It's like, look, I'm cultivating your best. Just show me your best, and we're cool. Right. That's it. That's it. That's the it's the Simple. it's the golden rule. That's right. So I think we end yeah. it right there because we got to wrap this thing up. But uh, Gonzo, are you going to stick around for another one, or you got to split? Me and I should get going home. Pleasure talking to you, baby. Yeah, it's been a long time. With the, I mean, I talked to you all the time at the golf course, but you it's been a long time. Dan, so I can make you some steaks or something. Uh, I'm into it. Yeah, anytime. We'll yeah, it. come out there. We'll make some steaks and watch some uh, Seahawks. Perfect. See if they can win out. Shit. Fuck. You have to, you have to drink. We have to drink a lot of liquor for that one. Yeah, don't leave a stain on the sheets when you wake up. <laughs> right on, brother. Good talking to you. And anyway, Diggs, we're out of here. So let's just thank everybody for listening and uh, listen to us on Spotify. Uh, if you got a comment or if you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can be on the Totally Corrupt Podcast. Dial 206-399-5063. Leave us a voicemail, and we'll put you on. Uh, that's all I got for everybody. Uh, follow us on Getter and Instagram. You know where to find us. Love you. Bye. Bye. Life is a beautiful thing As long as I hold the string